Hello, everyone, and welcome to your uncle's beach house, episode sixty-one. I'm Jackson. Nice. I'm, that's no, you can't do that every single one of these. <laughs> just the just the odd ones. Just just the odd ones. I don't get it. I don't understand I don't, why. I, I have no bit. <laughs> there's no bit here. There's no there's no content at all. Anyway, I'm joined by Emma as usual. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Yes, and we are joined again uh, by a guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Well, happy birthday to you too. It's uh, Nick from last time. <laughs> yeah, we are here to finish *Common Rider O's* that we did this time last year, uh, and now we're watching the second half. Um, we did do that. We also watched the two movies. Yeah, oh, you watched two movies. I watched three. Oh, okay. I, I realized like yesterday. Oh, there was a movie in the first half that we just didn't watch at the time. Oh no, that's not what I watched. What did you, did you watch? Uh, Mega Max, or did you watch? No, Ultimato, because did you watch in Chasing between, in the last podcast and this one, they announced and released a brand new movie. Oh, right, oh yeah, yes. yeah. We deliberately like were like we could watch that, but uh, we wanted to talk about. Of course it. not. So we will watch it like you know after we've recorded this, because otherwise we'd be talking too much about like a different thing. So deliberately right, right. separating that out. Uh, but I will, I will eventually go and watch the uh, Conrad O stuff. Uh, yeah, I want to see. I want to see old Ankh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, what happened in the second half of Khan Rider O's, M? Okay, well, there was a movie in which they time-traveled back to the 70s, and remember when I told you about how like Ichigo had like a, a fucking ch child soldiers? Well, it turns out those child soldiers saved the time paradox war or whatever. <laughs> it's pretty sick. It it's is. pretty sick. Um, we'll talk about that in a bit. That doesn't really matter. Um, there's also another movie where, like, a, a, a Doctor Who mage lady shows up and uh, transplants parts of Japan into the forests of Germany. But the the set they use for the or the location used for forests of Germany is just the forest set they use for literally every single one of these. It's really funny, <laughs> and they fight some knights. And it's not a very good episode or movie, but I, I enjoyed it well enough. It's so. a totally fine filler movie. Forza shows up for like three minutes and he's in the wrong outfit and it looks weird they had not like he they had not settled on his look yet and it, it's baffling his hair is like 30 percent. yeah <laughs> um he also looks like he's 12 he looks way younger than he does in like his actual show to me i mean i went and then watched the op he also looks like he's 13 there he just looks yeah, like yeah. a baby even though his yeah. character shouldn't look like a baby he does look like a baby yeah anyway um What's going on? Well, there's the other Ankh. Uh, so there's our friend Ankh, who's a hand, who's taken over. Uh, what's the brother's uh, name? Hina's brother. Let me. I have it right Shingo. here. Shingo. Shingo. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I always want to say Ringo, and that's wrong. Um, uh, and uh, that's just the hand. But the rest of Ankh is now manifested as like the the greed without its memory. And it's now turned into like a, a child when it's in human form. Um, and it's trying to like consume onk uh that we know and you know both onks one of them has to win and we'll consume the other um meanwhile uh dr what's his face dr maki dr aki has beat maki maki started to manifest as like a greed but he's like they find these purple dinosaur coins right or he took them from uh yeah. kagami's like 
research lab or whatever. Yeah, and he split them between himself and AG, and one of them is going to become the Purple Greed, and it's like a, it's like who's going to be the vessel, and it's definitely going to be AG because AG starts manifesting all these purple coins into like the purple uh, O's, um, which are and it like they they find him because he's a person without desire, though kind of like I. I I have complaints about this, but yes, um, he is starting. He is starting to become overwhelmed by the coins. Um, we find out Date has got uh, the the second anime disease: a bullet lodged in his brain that might kill him. Um, <laughs> <So> <laughs> yep. <funny. laughs> and he he's trying to collect the money to do a very dangerous surgery while he fix himself. And he he eventually by fake betraying them for like a single episode, he gets most of the money he needs to go get his surgery. So he does do that. He bounces and um, what's the other guy's? I can't remember anybody's name. Gato. Uh, yeah, Gato beca- uh, Goto becomes the next um, birth. Issuing uh, <laughs> his like suit for looking like a dirt bag suddenly in, in pure Date fashion. It's like the most beautiful transformation in the world. <laughs> he's like, oh, I gotta look like a cool guy. And he does not look like a cool guy. He looks like he's cosplaying as a cool guy. Um, and uh, they have a big fight. Uh, a lot of the the two onks com- like combined, and it turns out that our onk wins basically. Um, well, not exactly. A lot of the gre- <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the greed start getting destroyed, and like right at the end, it's like a battle between onk and ag uh, for who's gonna like have control of the coins and whatever. And ag remembers the power of friendship. Blah blah blah. It's kind of a kind of a weird ending. I feel like. Um, yeah. Yeah. All these shows just don't know wow. how to end. Onk, Onk ends up sacrificing himself. His last, his like coin that has his consciousness gets shattered, and Ag at the end decides to travel the world with the coin, like hoping to someday put it back together. Um, and that's kind of it. Which he will in the future Kamen Rider O's yeah. movies that they keep making, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> where Onk yes, is in they... them. He, oh, he does <laughs> yeah. also consume like. A billion cell metals that the Kogami Foundation just had. Yeah, it's like with his dinosaur axe. Yeah, it's like played as if at one point when they wrote the series Bible, this was the original like huge twist of the plot, but ends up mattering so little that it is barely worth a mention in the summary. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but they they defeat Maki, and uh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do we think of Kamen Rider O's the the back half? Um. It's weird because, like, I ended up feel, feeling kind of surprised that it's, like, a smaller story than I was expecting. Like, I guess, like, Maki wants to take over the world, and there is a big, like, there is a big crystal entity trying to, like, suck up all the people and turn them into... Thousands uh, of dead. Hundreds of thousands yeah. of dead. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. yes. But it's still, it's still, ultimately, it's about Ankh and Eiji, like, wrestling in the surf. And that's the real, like, struggle. Yeah. Uh, um, it just felt like smaller, not in a bad way. It just was like more into. It's more about like Edgy figuring out what he needs to do to be like a, a human being, um, as a person who seemingly had no desire and then be like overwhelmed by that lack of desire. But also, the main thing is there's one episode where people see what their desire is, like it's manifested before them. And when that, uh, this hit, this hits Edgy, he just manifests like a, a like a vision of the entire world, and it's it it's like evocative and interesting and then the show doesn't know what to do with it and kind of forgets about it <laughs> uh it's a really cool moment yeah because like the because like as a guy who like was introduced as like this like wandering traveler who all he needs is like his underwear for tomorrow blah 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 um 
of course his desire would be just like immense but in like a way that makes him like a chill guy but the show doesn't know how to like manifest that into like its own sort of like irresponsible greed and instead makes it like he doesn't want anything man he's just chill it's just vibes all the way down i'm like that's just not who that's not who he is i mean i do i do think the show knows the like that he wants this it's not the show forgets this happened no but i wish they'd played into it a little more um yeah because it gets really muddled at the end. There's, like, so many things happening. Uh, and I'm like, when's Kogami going to make his, like, super evil turn? And, like, he does. And it just doesn't end up not mattering. <laughs> um, oh, no. He's around for decades to come. Uh, being evil. Being evil. Um, the, the show doesn't really end up interrogating any of the, like, big ideas it has. Because um, at the start, right, the, 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 the premise of the show is desire exists and is what, like makes the world move but because the entire um framework of the early part of the show is about the kogami foundation um and the coins and the um the you know the the candroids and the, the bike machines and the vending machine it like gestures this idea of desire can only be like realized in the forms that like control it that's why i thought kogami's gonna be the bad guy because like the greed just want things whereas kogami controls the mechanism by which people want and get things um but it ends up not really being about that at all (laughs) uh it doesn't even like try to tackle that at the end it's just like yeah he's a cool guy Um, which I ultimately thought was fine. Like, um, I'm here to beat the allegations today on needing every single kid show to be about society. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. The, the, one of the worst episodes of this back half is the one that's about society. It's like, what if you give a poor person money? Well, they'd probably just like oh. blow it on shopping and put their family that in debt. so fucking bad. <laughs> so did so much. Remember, I remember last time I was, there was the, there's a couple like early on, like I like this episode, but it really, uh, this show really can with its like fucking premise go into some stupid persona bullshit occasionally. And that was absolutely the peak of that. I what if the, what if Kreia was writing an episode of Common Rider? Yeah. <laughs> I think the best one of those uh, of these episodes was actually, I think, ultimately ended up being the last episodic one um, with the, uh, the the surveillance cameras. Oh, uh, right! Yeah. I yeah. really like that episode. It was a really good episode. Uh, yeah, that one's really good. Like <laughs> Just the idea that like all these weird like layabouts are ruining the the like. Ankh and Edgy just looking like drifters hanging out in the, the restaurant is lowering the property values of this neighborhood. Please leave. <laughs> so funny. Next door Ankh's. is popping off about it. Ankh, stop leaving from the ceiling. That's weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. But ultimately, like, I, I like the characters. Right? I think if you try to think about it, what this show is saying doesn't really hold together in a broad way. Uh, like, it gets the episode, literally episode 49, until someone says, wait a second. Well, the thing I want is power, and I've been watching Khan Rider Gaiman. They have, like, disposed of that as an idea as stupid by episode two and a half. Um, <laughs> we talk about, like, the, the... And that's, like, the final twist of this show when it's doing tackling these big ideas. Um, yeah, it's funny, because, like, I, I mean, I haven't watched a bunch of Khan Rider, but it feels like there's the ones where, like, some things happen, and you like watching characters bounce off each other, and there's the ones that have, like, a very key thematic core and like guy's one of those and like forza is like he wants to make friends with everyone in school that's his goal and like that's like drives every plot forward and ag just doesn't have that right no like i understand the thing they're doing with those right which is you know he has no desire so he he has no desire he has infinite desire 
the the name of the show is O's, which is like king, but it's also three zeros, but it's also an infinity symbol. I get it. I understand. Yes. Like it's right there, symbolism so on the nose, a child can understand it. Um, but I, ultimately, I just kind of like like the um, interactions between the the characters. I just like everyone in the show. Uh, I was sad when uh, Mezzle died because Gamel's like Mezzle, no, and then he goes around with her core metal trying to resurrect her. That's great. That stuff's all really good. Yes. Uh, I love Ankh just uh, refusing to admit that he likes these people and wants to hang around them, even once he's like fully empowered. Uh, he's bit- like, I want, I just want my ice cream. Thanks, that's why I'm here. Yeah. The bit where they um, like Ankh gets uh, consumed, so they have to like get him back before his, you know, before his entire consciousness is overridden by the other Ankh, uh, is really good. Because <laughs> then he comes back and just like immediately betrays them. I was like, oh god damn it, he's still like this. <laughs> Yeah, he's a little angry about one of his cores got destroyed because AG can just do that now. Yes. Uh, yeah, AG keeps killing all these guys. <laughs> yes, he does. And uh, everyone yeah. is, like, kind of... It's really funny how they write those scenes because they, they murder them and then it will cut to a scene of, like, the greed being murdered being like, I hate death so much I wanted to achieve things in life and then the heroes just kind of ignore that that happened <laughs> because otherwise they're just, like, killing these children because the greed are written very childlike because they just have, like, desire and then they don't really, like... Some, a couple of them have, like, plans, right? A couple of them are doing their evil schemes uh, but many of them are just... just guys. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Like, there's the one where, um... Uh, Date and, uh... Goto kill, uh... Gamel, who's just the nicest boy there, and they just kind of have to stand around where he's like, I d- don't want to die, and then puts Mezzle's, like, medal on the thing. It's very good. Uh, but they do just awkwardly stand there while this tragic scene's happening, and then don't acknowledge it. It's quite funny. Uh, yeah, it's really funny when they all end up getting, like, marshaled up together with Maki, because Maki is, like, the one adult in the room, but even his, like, motivations are ludicrous. He, he like, accidentally killed his sister for, like, Silent Hill dramatic reasons. Oh, he does have yeah. a Silent Hill episode. <laughs> I love dr maki i love dr maki so much i love he's he's such a he's such, like his mo- like we talked about last episode his motivation of like uh like i i have to be the thing to end the world because the the world deserves ending and like it's like the most stock jrpg villain motivation um and they give him just enough backstory to like make it reasonable that he'd have like such a stupid opinion <laughs> <laughs> yes. yep uh yeah the thing with dr maki to me is like I just enjoy having him around, but I feel like that's just the way the the show treats him. The show never, like, treats his uh, JRPG villain speeches with, like, thematic interest, right? It's not like this is the the thing that uh, AG has to disprove. It's just this this stupid thing that this one guy keeps going on about. (laughs) But other than that, he's fun to have around. (laughs) Yeah, they usually, like, goof on him, like, immediately after he makes one of those speeches with that weird baby doll of his. They are having so much fun with the stupid doll. There's a bit where, like, he's in the rain and the baby has its own umbrella. There's a bit where, like, someone gets blocked by the doll that they've, like, put in a pose going, No, you shall not pass. (laughs) It's all amazing. All of that stuff's so fucking funny. Uh, yeah. That stuff's great. Um, it's good because, like, 
with like you know, I I feel like the stakes are kind of like perfunctory in this, but because I like all the characters, nice watching them bounce off each other. Like you know, Dante gets a full like I'm dying death scene episode, and then it turns out he's actually just fine. Like literally, they come back after he <laughs> dramatically dies, um, and you know the birth birth is handed off, and then they come back to him, and he just sits up and is like, "Damn, that was rough." <laughs> Good thing <laughs> we had a second birth suit just waiting. Yeah, uh, that seems really funny though. It is really good <laughs> when Bro- when yeah. Godo Broto when Godo comes back because the subtitles and yeah. yes, and then he's like, "All right, I'm I'm not dead." And he's like, "Wait, really? You didn't? Die? I just did the whole dramatic sacrifice scene for nothing." And he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> so funny." Uh, yeah, I just um, I think all the characters are really good. I I enjoy all of them hanging out. I liked um. Uh, you know, the bit at the end where they're all like hanging out with their new jobs. Uh, Goto's terrible cop job. Yeah. Um, I love when they have the two birds. One of them is just the suit with like reflective tape on it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little different, but mostly just reflective tape. Very silly. Um, but having two birds is neat because it's just like, yeah, we got two guys. This is when edgy, like they have, they fight edgy as much as they fight any of the greed. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I was, I just ended up being uh, very pleasantly surprised by how much I liked all the characters. I, uh, joked that O's is definitely a show for the Fujos and it's true. It's just about edgy and Ankh's like, uh, very like abrasive relationship going on <laughs> it is very funny that like adrian Ankh have the ridiculous food relationship of um you know gesturing at each other through these pained epic conflicts uh, where all they need to do is talk to each other meanwhile goto and date are just like partners the entire show <laughs> yes <laughs> they're just already married <laughs> uh, it's true <laughs> Yeah, I fucking love when uh, Sadanaka has to be Goto's power partner for those few oh, episodes. It's amazing. She comes yes. in her ridiculous costume. And she's like, I'm only like scheduled for two hours today. <laughs> oh, I turned it off. I'm I'm on break. <laughs> so good. Yeah, just goofy character bits throughout. I, I really like the character writing. Um, and yeah, I, I like... Because I'm halfway through Gaim, I'm not finished it, I'll, I'll watch it later, but that is extremely the most, like, Genorobochi is on one, this is a show about what is power, how is power obfuscated by social relations, Should it, like, can you navigate two different forms of power between different forms of structure, like, million, and I'm like, this is a show for five-year-olds, not five-year-olds, it's a show for, like, eight-year-olds or 20-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... While I, being me, I'm going to, like, prefer Gaim in the long run, because that's the kind of shit I eat up, I can recognize that, oh, this is a better show at that. Like, that, it has characters, they have clear stakes, they have in- fun scenes bouncing off each other, and I like them all. Which, uh, yeah. while I do mostly like everyone in Gaim, it still has characters, right? It's just doing something different. Um, Baron is not, the, uh, you know, Baron is a different kind of character than anyone Ooh, in the show. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he is. Oof. Um, God, he would just immediately upend this entire show. (laughs) (laughs) No one here can handle a guy like that. Uh, yes. Ankit is worst is still like gonna, he, you know, he's like a Kingdom Hearts character. He's still gonna like pout and eat ice cream and be friends. Um, yeah. Um, him and Hainer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everyone's extremely a Kingdom Hearts guy in this show. 
Yeah. Um, uh, also, another thing I just wanted to note was like, I feel like this back half of the show just had a few episodes that just were like really well directed. Like, like every few episodes, are like this is just has some cool images in it. It has uh, that um the one with the surveillance cameras. Like, in addition to just being a cool episode, it had like a bunch of cool match cuts between Ankh and the other guys, and just the way it was like going between these ideas was like every so often one of these episodes just hits another park and being a cool visual episode of television, and that nice it impresses me. Um, mm. The finale also did a bunch of like cool back and forth like. When he was on the beach, you know, they had um, Ankh on one side of the shots, uh, and every time it cut between him and, like, it was uh, A.G., Ankh, and Dr. Maki all in a line of three, but they did it in two shots where only two of them in frame at the same time, and they were like, change the soundscape between each shot. Um, yeah. And just yeah. just little flexors like that that aren't, they're not, like, spending loads of money here, but we, we thought about it. They're, they're pretty cool, so. Mm-hmm. Well-constructed show, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do feel like, um... The the thing uh, I was watching this and my friend Cross uh, sent me a video of one of the the bottles from Commoner uh, was that build that has the bottles yeah Commoner um, build I was watching the henshins for that and I was like I just ultimately think the coins are like a bad toy <laughs> they're not as interesting as like the the astro switches or the lock seeds or the well bottles. no you can't fiddle with them when you're yes. not like putting them in the belt yeah. Um, so while I like I like all the O's forms, there's like some goofy uh, combos that show up in the end, of, like towards the end of this that I think are neat. Um, coins just aren't as good. They're just not as good. It's a shame. Uh, yes. Uh, but every time it goes tataba tataba, I pop. So you know, they there are like three points in the final episode where you think they've done the final transformation for Ag, <laughs> but yeah. there's a, there's a there's another one. Yeah. Like they also play a, an incredible sad oh uh, piano my God. theme. Oh. <laughs> like it's fucking yes. Lost Odyssey or something. <laughs> yes, it's so good. Anything goes. Do 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 do. <laughs> uh, they played that again in the new movie. And I yes, <laughs> pops so hard. Good, yeah. good, good. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Um. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I don't know if I have that much more. To- I want to talk about the first movie specifically because I think that movie fucking rips. Uh, that movie's fantastic. I the, love, uh, oh, I love Deno characters, so of course I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen the Deno guys before. They're so goofy. What a bunch of uh, weirdos. I know Deno's also from the Oz Rider. I'm probably not going to watch it because I know she also did Ryuki and I, that's the one I... I want to watch Ryuki. It comes up as like an important con writer a lot, so that's that's one I want to. Yeah, see. you definitely should watch Ryuki. That's um, like, and I've all yeah. I've also seen Tokyuja, which is also her. So like, I'm just ha- happened to accidentally fall into watching mostly this one person's t- Toku oh, the, stuff. The, you, you mean the train Toku? Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the other train. The toku. other train Toku. Um, I found out. I was just looking. You know, it's fairly tangent heavy episode i'm looking something up found that uh someone had put Tokyo on like a awful terrible shows wiki and oh fuck off and i was like hang on I didn't th- this must be this one guy is having a like weird grievance here because i don't think that show's widely hated i'm not like that plugged into Tokyo spaces i thought it was well liked i quite liked it <laughs> everyone i know likes it yeah it's a fantastic oh, she, also show. Wrote, she also wrote the uh, sailor moon toku show that's cool that's a good show yeah no this is that a very, show if yeah, you want to yeah. see a toku show that runs out of budget a third of the way into the show and yeah. has to struggle the entire time that's the show uh i mean i was very clear like oh is a ropey show budget wise at least in this back half until suddenly they get cgi for the last two episodes yeah uh which i don't think is a problem honestly it's you know, it's not like more CGI makes an, a toku better. In fact, it's the opposite. 
oh, you should watch the first few episodes of uh, fucking Saber. (laughs) That's a nightmare. I mean, I can't even imagine how bad it's got in, like, COVID production. Oh, yeah. Because I know, like, Don Brothers has, like, actual CGI, like... Two CGI characters. Two, yeah, yeah, but I actually love that show is the thing I've been it watching good? it every week. Okay. Yeah, it's amazing. Damn. I didn't know. I just I just saw the designs and was like, I assume this is because of the way that COVID changed Toku production. Um, oh no, it looks terrible, but like <laughs> the characters, they're they're assholes in the way you like. Good, 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 good. I God, this yeah, the CG at the end of the show is wild. <laughs> um but um what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, so the, the movie's got the, the Deno guys and they they the train goes through time? I did not know this about this. Oh, show. yeah, it's, he's the time travel comic writer who fights time travel genies. Oh, that, you know what? That sounds pretty good. They're made from <laughs> the sands of time. And they, they go, they go to, um, they go to the 70s, and everything's sh- in the same sepia filter that, like, Shin Ultraman and Shin Kamen Rider are using. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, which is very funny, and, uh, it, like, you, they, they have Ichigo and, uh, and Nigo there, and they're both, like, they never take off their helmets, which I thought was fucking weird. <laughs> well, we can't get those actors here, so... Yeah. Well, um, they, we will in two years. I've seen those yeah. actors in the a movie and the other show I am currently watching. Yeah. Well, it's the 70s. We can't have the old men versions yeah, of yeah, them no. oh, yeah, that, that I understood, yeah. but I thought they would take their helmets off in the modern day section. In the modern day, yeah, where they, where they are the... Uh, <laughs> they are... Because they, the thing is, like, they Shocker gets one of the core medals. It's, like, dropped, and they combine it with the Shocker medal. And when they come to the future, just Shocker has taken over the world. And uh, this is modern... I uh, hey, say Kamen Rider Shocker, Shocker that just ignores the part where Shocker are fucking Nazis. Yep. Um <laughs> You just kind of got to ignore the part where Shocker and Nazis, um, especially when <laughs> the end O's is like, uh, O's puts in the Shocker medals and becomes the Shocker O's. And I'm like, oh, no. He does. Yeah, it's, uh, Tom, a, yeah. It's, it's Tom Machine combo. He has some uh, Imagine in there. It's fine. It's it's <laughs> so funny because like when they're doing the Shocker stuff, I'm like, man, Kamen Rider used to be fucking cool because it's so much more metal when they're doing just like weird Nazi occult shit. Uh, mm-hmm. But then gets really embarrassing when they sand the Nazi part of that. They're like, wow, this occulture is so fun and interesting. And I'm like, well, he, I, he used to be killing the Nazis. Uh, uh, yeah. So there, there's a big part where my favorite bit in this, cause they're like in the future, all like, uh, Oz is like captured and they're like gonna, they're literally just gonna go like crucify them all in the town square and everyone's standing around waiting for it or whatever. They're crucifying they them this- on the guy dancing stage. It's amazing. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. And they, uh, they, uh, AG shows up and he gets the coin. He gets tossed the coins by one of the boys from the 70s who's now an old man. Oh, well, no, that's a boy from the present who got left oh, yes. in the 70s. He got and left in the 70s and is now an old man. Yeah. Is the dad of a different boy from the present. <laughs> yes. Because it's time paradox. Um, and he tosses him the coins and he, he, he tosses him a Tatubas and then the crowd cheers and I'm like, man, this is fucking Common Rider. And then all of the Common Riders show up because the Deno guys have just like grabbed the, I don't even know, there's no justification for it other than it's a movie. Well, no, it's he like, says like the common the, the crowd's heart makes it happen, basically. He's like, you got rid of the idea of Common Riders from time, but you didn't erase them from the people's hearts. Yeah, or whatever. Well, and, just don't worry about it. Just yeah. be happy that Shin's here. But every show a writer shows up with the crowd, like, cheering their name. Even fucking weirdos like Rider Man, who <laughs> is a weirdo. He's a freak, <laughs> and I hate him. <laughs> Man's all right. Um, they all show up with, like, announcements. Everyone, like, cheers their name. You know, like, in wrestling games, 
where like there's crowd chants for wrestlers who have never been chanted their name by a crowd in their entire life. That's what this is like. And it's delightful. And then like everyone else shows up and they all get their moments and it's, it's fun. And then, uh, you know they defeat uh, they defeat the shocker leader and then the guys from the other show like the big rock guy shows up and i know he's in one of the later uh show writers and all of the second writers show up at the end uh including birth who was not in this movie otherwise and they bring the motorcycles and they do a big old motorcycle like they turn into a space 40. attack <laughs> yes it's incredible oh uh, let uh, me tell you some of those uh secondary liners on the lineup a lot of them aren't good guys. They should okay. not be there. <laughs> Very funny. A lot of them are Ryuki guys. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me one bit. Um, it's beautiful. But it's just, it, yeah, it's just a huge crowd pleaser. I was like, man, this is great. I don't even know most of these guys. But whenever they show up, I'm going to pop for them because it's great to see them. It's like, so the first the first half of the movie, or the first two thirds of the movie, I guess, are mostly just pretty good, um, like, well done Kamen Rider fan servicey movie. Yeah. Um uh the way they bring in the like child soldier kids is fantastic. Love them. Uh love the time paradox. L- best part of the time paradox is when they are in the 70s leaving a time capsule but they're in the wreckage of a building that was built in the 60s clearly because I can see its architectural style. Like that building was made in earliest the 50s. Earliest. 100%. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but it's a wreckage because it's like a old building in disrepair in the modern day but they have to film in the 70s they can't make the building back in time so it already looks like that in 1971 yeah Uh, hilarious absolutely amazing um so all that stuff is just good uh like the way in which uh oz and deno are hanging out and unks fucking up the timeline just fun stuff but then like when it becomes everyone shows up like it is almost avant-garde the way that spatial continuity disappears from the cinema (laughs) yep yeah, and a special shout out to um, our old friends Kikider, Kikider Zero One, <laughs> Man, Zubats. They're all here. They're all our friends. It starts in the square where they're being like this. This uh, you know, this weird crucifixion's happening, and then like just a, the battle shots start taking place in other places, and the crowd's not there. And then they're in the quarry at the end, but they didn't go to the quarry. They're just in the quarry now. Uh, yeah, and guys are showing up in the ridges, and I'm like, this is this is cinema to me. Is the to- the total destruction of like narrative logic in the face of some guys, some cheering, and like moments and images. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, I had a great time. Um, then the other movie, uh, the, the part that's great is one of the force of Germany. Just, uh, it's where, uh, the, the guy, what's it called? Uh, what's the forest in guy? Helheim. Helheim. Yeah. It's just the same place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shot basically the same way. It's very funny. Um, we get, um, Kagamian shorts, which I love. Um, and then uh, there's a bit where uh, Ag goes, "Yes, I'll sacrifice an entire town to make pe- to to go home." <laughs> now everyone but his family, but everyone's his family. So yeah, it doesn't work. Which Spy is Kids Three. <laughs> I love exactly. it. It's so dumb. Um, yeah, the part where the villain's like, "Oh, I'll let." I'll, he's like, oh, "If you save me and my family, you can kill everyone else." And she's like, "Yeah, great, love it. I love to kill everyone." Um, and it turns out, no, everyone. He this whole this whole ancient town of uh people uh <laughs> as he's riding around his motorcycle next to like a samurai on a horse uh is lovely i love it it's so good 
Stupid. Yeah, yeah. That guy is like a guy from like a historical drama that's been on for decades or something. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I also yeah. looked this up. That's why this. it's that's like it's like a big deal that he's there. Okay. Uh, yeah. I uh d- not surprised. It's just funny. Uh Kogami spent the entire time with a ridiculous top knot. Um <laughs> uh, Saw laughing at that, but then checking to see if she got it too was really good. Um her bit where she's like uh, falling asleep in the middle of this because this isn't her job to deal with this fucking random witch who's taking over the world. Very funny. Very yes. good. Uh, yep. Good character bits, even though the movie is kind of mid and boring. And then it's like, oh, because it's Conrad O's. Uh, it has the most Conrad O's possible resolution, which is that um, it's not actually the evil king trying to take over the world. It's it's like someone's mum who they save with remembering that family exists. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. We all hold hands. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, it was just very silly. Uh, the the premise and like the visuals, but yes, it's not as good as the that that uh, you know time travel movie popping off for that one. I like that a lot. Yeah, I uh, like yeah. the movie exclusive combo that they did for it. The uh, Burkawami. It's like my favorite mm-hmm. O's form, just because I like <laughs> the colors. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It is a neat, uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. I was not necessarily, oh. like... I, I, I didn't really get invested in any of the combos or alternate forms here. I don't know, um, why. <laughs> I, still <have> the, <laughs> I still have the potential to be a, oh, that's a cool thing, uh, type fan. But in others, I was like, oh, yeah. Mostly just like when it says Tataba. It does you don't say like the, you don't like the weird cobra energy guy. Like he's got the cool orange. Looks no, not really. Yeah. I guess like the yellow yes. one with the Wolverine claws is fine. Whoa! They made an SIC of this guy. Oh, yes, they did. Yep. Oh, I was all of his combos have uh, SICs. Uh, here's the SIC of this guy. I yep. uh, the SIC ones are like they take like they let designers go nuts with those. Oh, like, right! This movie is like weirdly racist for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, he does have a G Gundam. Like he's got snake powers because he's got a turban or whatever. He's got like the Cobra coin or whatever. This is yep. one of those things where it's like okay, I I logically understand that like O's is the world traveling series. Uh, however, it's not. He's in Tokyo the whole time, and he's in ancient Tokyo in this one, I guess. Uh, so I don't understand why we have this, but I guess we do. It's it's fine. It's mostly look. It's not. Right. It's not racist until he plays that flute. <laughs> yeah, he does play the flute though. <laughs> I'm just I'm just setting these combos. There's default O's. What the hell? Is, is why is he a dinosaur sick. in this? What the fuck is this? Because he's got oh, grasshopper that's... legs. Yeah, that's uh, the SICs go real crazy. What with, is an uh, SIC? Like uh, it's, it's just, super imaginative, chin something. Yeah, rather. they they let they let like famous designers redesign, like take okay. the original idea and just go nuts and make a figure out of it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I have the SIC of uh, Forza, which is fucking good. Which direction uh, do they take that? Considering it's just a. I'll send uh, here's uh, here's a uh, torridor. Basically, yeah. Um, yeah. Let me get uh, let me get Forza's because the the Forza one they specifically they go for like what if we turned up the like street fashion nature of like what you know he's like you know he's like a boncho guy right yeah um, yeah, yeah I'll send you the default uh, and just like makes him more like oh this is sick more attitude the, yeah the thing with Forza because uh, I haven't seen the whole show and I don't know where like the suits go and the second rider and the alternate form I think you sent me the upgraded form one time but I don't remember it um, yeah. 
But the thing for me is that Kamen Rider Forza's base suit is the perfect suit. It is the perfect Toka suit. I think it's fantastic beyond all reason. You can't improve it. Uh, um, compare, compare that figure to here's like the actual default suit. Yeah. Uh, and they just like really turn up like both the space suitness and like the like bond, like just the, the fashion that he has of like, you know, big arms, big legs. Like, I love the rocket helmet. It's so good. I, I think Forza's yeah. design's incredible. Uh, whereas yeah. like, I'm not that familiar. I've like seen OPs and I'm like watching Gaim, but like Gaim suits are like, okay. I think some of them are decent. Um, I really like banana arms. Um, I really like the upgrade Gaim suit once he gets all the like the flags, flags and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's. Really I just cool. got. I where I am for the audience. I just kind of got to that. I'm at the I'm at the big movie. Mm. I like default Melon, even though that suit doesn't get a lot of play because they introduce uh, energy arms pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this stuff is all always very uh, goofy. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize they had done that for this. That's cool. Here, um, here, I'll send you. Here's the thing with the uh, full, um, the full rocket and drill. They're just enormous in this version. Oh yes, I remember you got this figure. This figure does. Yes, really I have this figure. It's sick. Yep. Uh, um, this is just a bias I have in. I mean, we've discussed this when I've been roasted for my Sentai suit opinions. Is I just tend to prefer the like weird, more ruggedy, sciencey ones. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is just, just I do like the me. sciencey ones, but every time you're like, I like the sciencey ones, you point to the guys who look like they're <laughs> fucking preppers, and I'm like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> oh yeah, Nick. Hey, now you can yes. you can you can weigh in. What's your opinion on the Go Busters uh, uh, suits? I like the Go Busters. Thank you. They're so dumb. Thank they're you. so dumb. No, they're, they're good. Just, yeah, they're like they're about, they're about to mountain climb. They're, they're weirdos. like. Yeah, they're a bunch of Burning Man motherfuckers who took no, some ayahuasca and are going to no, die no, no. climbing a mountain. <laughs> no, no, they're good. They're like weird, look, look. dumb, secret Asian guys. It's fine. Look, let me tell you, they got they got buddies. They got robot buddies called Buddy Roids. And one's a motorcycle named Nick. So obviously it's the best show. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Yep. If I'm going to watch another Sentai, I'll probably be that one. Or something from like the 90s. It's an era that no one goes into because there wasn't any common right of that. <laughs> I mean, there isn't that much. Yeah, there. There. I want to watch like, um, what's the one with the like organic common rider? That movie. Oh, Shin? that's a uh, Shin common rider. Yeah, Shin common rider. The thing. Prologue. The thing for me is just thinking about like the reason I would want to watch nineties ones is when I was a kid and I watched Power Rangers. Um, I didn't know like what the term film stock was, obviously. Right. But it, it taught me what film stock was because I could see sometimes the footage looked different and the tone of like whatever the special effects footage they were sending from Japan at the time was just looked so good. And the HD stuff doesn't look like that. I don't know when it stopped looking like that. <laughs> but in Lightspeed Rescue, it looks fantastic whenever it cuts like the miniatures and the, the bass and everything. Love it so much. Oh, yeah. I watched the uh, Japanese series that's based on uh, Go Go 5. Go-Go 5. Yeah. yeah, that is a really cool idea for a series. I was told it was basically Voltus Five. <laughs> yeah, it's basically that. Uh, Except they're like all emergency responders. Yeah, like Voltus Five Thunderbirds. Yeah. Um. Here's the SIC for Gaim, by the way. Uh, yeah, for Tachitoki. The big, the big flags are cool. Yeah, I love the giant like. What if the orange sword was a monster sword now? I think that's sick as hell. I was going to say, yeah. this guy looks like he's about to be in Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. They should. Um, the SICs, I feel like, are pretty divisive. Either there's, like, ones people really like, some people really hate, and then, like, some people just don't like the idea of, like, going all out for these guys. I think it's kind of cool. 
I mean, I assume it just depends which designer you get for like yep. yeah. which direction you take it. Yeah. Yeah, there's like one of um of uh Tajador that's like recolored to be uh onk colors more so. Here's uh here's banana good. arms. Yep. I think all four of them have some. Yeah. And they'll like uh prototype some that don't actually go into production, but they'll like put in magazines and stuff. There's like a theoretical well, uh, Zon gets you double melon form where he's using that like uh what's that thing? The like expansion slot that Gaim uses to like do the oh, yeah. energy mix where he's just using both melons. That one looks pretty cool. Fine. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. Do we have anything else? We're just kind of talking about, talking about this is this is yeah. where all Toku goes. You talk about suits and figures. Yeah, because like the, I remember the first episode we did, I was like, we're not gonna have much to say. But we had like, had big ideas about the themes of the show and everything, and the way it was constructed, and all of that holds true in this one. And then you know we tackled the way the show kind of falls apart at the end, has no like you know structural coherence but uh coherence in the emotional resonance where it matters blah blah got that done in 50 minutes and you just talk about some guys that's token baby love the guys yeah yeah uh real quick before we're done i feel like i should mention the toy belts had like a bunch of extra call outs for animals that they never made medals for oh really yeah so um when they made the um Complete selection modification belt, which is like the expensive adult size one. Yeah. They made brand new combos out of all of them. Huh. All the unused ones. That's and they're cool. all like, um, yeah, like, uh, this guy. Oh, that's a, f- oh, that's a weird guy. It's like a lobster, Conrad O's. Oh, right. Um, I feel like someone told me about the lobster guy that they didn't use. That's, um, it's a cool design. Yeah. I like this a lot. There's like uh, five others. Let me grab those. I like his little lobster hands. I think those are neat. <laughs> the lobster hands are what's making Because, I mean, lobster hands is something they put on, like, the enemy suits a lot. I feel like I've seen yes. a lot of crab hands in um, yeah. uh, Tokyo Monster Designs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's the, uh, that guy. I feel like we've seen something close to this blue one. We've seen parts of it, right? Pretty sure we have. Uh, maybe. I don't think we've seen the shock thing. Oh, the, uh, the blue guy, there's a upcoming movie writer who uses the same metals. But oh, cool. Oh, it just didn't have the form. I love this bee. This bee is cool. Yeah, that's like the uh, poison combo. It's uh, bee, uh, centipede, and ants. Legs oh, cool. are legs are land- ants. That's neat. Uh, what's this? This cow, deer, and something? Uh, antelope, I think. Okay, that's neat. Yeah. These or are gazelle, neat forms. Gazelle. I like these. Yeah. Last one's like penguin, polar bear, or walrus. Oh, sick. Oh, this is reminding me of one of the funniest gags in the show, which is the when trying to make a material reason that Shingo can't help him but Ark can, it is that he sucks at throwing metal stuff to <laughs> yes. AD. That is so fucking funny as a gag. Yes. 
Love it. Oh, you're right. I do need Unk. Because I, if, if I have the medals myself, then it's in my pocket and it's, uh, and you just throw them wherever. It's useless. It's non-workable. <laughs> uh, really funny. Um, all right. I think that might be everything. Yeah, everything. that's basically everything. Yeah, thank you. Uh, had a great time with Conrad O's. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I'm, fun I was like, man, I need to go back to watching more of these because uh, I'd taken quite a break and uh, should put more Toku in my life. Yeah. Just like a common writer. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, next time, we will be watching uh, season two of Mr. Inc., the Scooby D show. That'll be in a month. Oh, fun. Um, it's all 26 episodes, I think. I think it's on Netflix still, be my guess. Um, if you're Fair. watching along. Maybe HBO Max or something. Yeah, you know, that, it's right? somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I'm probably going to download them so I can watch them at fast speed. Yeah. <laughs> That's who I am. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Nick, would you like to plug anything? Uh, I guess I could plug my Twitter. Sure. I'm uh, Nick the Actual, all one word, on Twitter.com. All right. And I don't know. I might find something to do eventually. <laughs> You don't plug it there. You don't gotta be like this. I want to do something. Um, Jackson plugs. You can find me at headfallsoff on twitter.com, and you can find the podcast that me and M do at abnormalmapping.com. You can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. You can support all our podcasts at patreon.com slash normalmapping. For one dollar, you get the Great Gun Project. Just two days ago, when this goes live, we have just started our new season of Great Gundam Project, uh, where we're watching Superior Defender Gundam Force, which is a CG show uh, that uh, was like an English co-production. We're watching in English, which is kind of sad, but there's no subtitles. And uh, Digimon Tamers, which we're watching in Japanese, which is the third season of Digimon. Really excited for all of that. If you'd like more Toku stuff, we're going to be doing a whole season of it, basically. Um, and uh, that'll be fun. Um, there's other stuff at other tiers and you should check that out, but, uh, that's it for us for now. Um, I guess that's it. That's it. Thank you for listening. Yep. Thank you for joining Bye. us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Everything goes on the 